coaching mindset, if you're teaching anything, the brain learns a story. The brain learns in, um, you know, you don't understand something. Well, what is a metaphor that I get so I can connect this idea? Mm -hmm. So I would just challenge anybody listening to this. If you're teaching coaching, if you have a concept of like self-talk, well, tell me a story Mm -hmm. about how self-talk either hurt somebody or help somebody or an example that I can visualize, I can experience like, like mentally. Hello everyone and welcome to Mindset Coach Academy podcast. My name is Lindsay Wilson. Today we have a very special tweet. We have Colin Henderson on. Colin is amazing. I've known him for a really long time and we really chose to talk a lot about sales and the mindset of selling and his evolution as a mindset coach. Um, he's got a very successful business now, but he started from scratch. And I know for those of you that are interested in being a mindset coach or interested in sales in general or interested in starting a side hustle, this episode is for you. Colin Henderson is a mindset coach and he really works to transform lives and elevate performance through mindset training. He works with athletes at, at really all levels, um, as well as corporations and sales organizations. And so he's really run the gamut. And we sat down today and we talked about mindset of entrepreneurship. And I was scribbling notes, of as I always do. Um, and some really big things is just like, what three questions do you go in when you're talking to somebody or on the phone or whatever and having that sales conversation? What do you ask? How do you move the conversation forward? Um, and he just talks a lot about the psychology and the mindset of being able to show up and sell yourself. So this is gonna be a great episode for anybody that's interested in showing up bigger in the world. Again, interested in being a mindset coach, interested in having a side hustle in any aspect. Um, he really knows his stuff um, and it was really fun for me to sit down. So without further ado, Colin Henderson. Hi, Colin. Colin Henderson, guys. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Lindsay, this is amazing. This is great. I was just telling you, and I'll tell everybody, I just, I love now having a podcast where I have guests because I get to catch up with people that I love talking to, like yourself. So mm -hmm. welcome. Well, this is great. This is great. I love to learn from you. I can't wait to ask you questions too. No, 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 no. You have to get, you have to answer all my questions. I was just on your podcast. I want to pick I your know. brain. No, know I'm, you're right. I'm, I'm here. No, I, I love the concept. Let's make mindset training normal. Yes, let's you do it. We're going to start yeah, today. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Um, absolutely. So, you know, as you and I were talking about, um, we can go into like a billion different tools that you're an expert on and many of our listeners are fascinated by. But I think what would be also interesting is um, talking about the mindset of being an entrepreneur, because mm -hmm. I've watched your journey. And um, obviously, I did, did your bio earlier in the episode. But talking about where you're at now, and really how you started and the impetus and you know, really how you've built up your business. You have a very successful business right now. You just give us a little snapshot and then maybe we could kind of go back in time and talk about how you got to be Colin Henderson, the expert in mindset right right now, where you started. Well, it's an honor that I hear you call me the expert because early <laughs> in my process, I listen and watch all your videos and all your content. So it's cool that we're here having a conversation. But I think anybody listening to this podcast, if you're a mindset coach, if you own a business, if you're selling anything, a product, a service, anything, the most powerful things you can do to connect with your audience is know and tell your origin origin and your why story very well. Because mm -hmm. people want to know, like, who is this person? What's the story? What, what's the connection? So if you can, so this will be kind of your mindset challenge is like, write out your story, write out how you got here. So my story is, 
um, athlete growing up. Um, I'm a Coug. Uh, go watch the Cougars play yep. play two sports in college, but kind of like, like a lot of athletes, it's just like man, I worked really hard physically, but just mentally, once I got to that level, you know, I started, but like I can practice really well. But some games, I just like the nerves with the best of me. These games mm-hmm. on TV, playing in this big stadium, I would have just ups and downs, and I just had no clue on how to handle that. I remember playing Stanford. I was a junior in baseball, and I had two hits first. I won the games and I was like over oh, three. I after that and like it was late in the inning. I just asked, like, why am I so nervous right now? Like, why is my heart beating so fast? Like, what changed from the first part of the game? Mm-hmm. I had no idea what to do. I had no clue what to do. My version again was to work harder. Um, playing football, going into my junior season, same thing. That spring had a great spring. That fall camp, great fall camp. Two hours before our first game, I had a panic attack. Mm. I just had no clue on how to train your mind, even train your bycraft mind. So, and then after grad school, uh, business and sales, selling to doctors and hospitals, like sports and sales are very, very linked, very similar. So in my like sales role uh, with like docs and physicians, similar thing, I would kind of have success, but like self-worth tied to what I did, you know, the rankings, there's just so much pressure, so much stress, wasn't super healthy, change companies. And one of the quotes that you like like to say is, "When the student is ready, the teacher appears." Amen. So I had a, uh, a sales coach that was like I was assigned to, and first day in his car, we're, we're rolling around seeing his accounts, and he's like, "Colin, sales psychology beats sales strategy." Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "What is this of you speak? Sales psychology? <laughs> what, is, what is that?" And he's like, "Well, you know, whatever the brain can conceive, it can believe. It begins before it begins. Before mm-hmm. you open your mouth, before you engage with your clients, customers." Like there's a mental game that we all play and most mm-hmm. of us don't know how to play that game. So they're focusing on fears, what they don't want, these old stories, but not what I call trauma, drama, daddy and mama stuff that we haven't even processed. <laughs> so we're just holding on to these stories and these old beliefs and this inner critic that's just sabotaging you and it's hard to create lasting success and, and just impact people the way you want to. So he's like, okay, here's 30 books you're going to read all in the power of mindset. I got these mm-hmm. sales books. Don't worry about those right now. Yeah. Go into these books and these thought leaders and these speakers and learn about the power of thought. Mm. What happens when you visualize? And he was like number one every year. So I was like, I'm trying to get that, you know, yeah. and I'm, I've had to overcome part of my anxiety. Uh, Lindsay's, I used to stutter like pretty bad because of my like anxiety. Mm. So if I was in like a formal setting or reading out loud, like I had a really hard time speaking clearly and I still work through that even as a speaker I get paid to do this full time so like wow. I had to use all these tools and I just saw transformation I was healthier I was happier I was setting sales records I was killing I got promoted to a national sales trainer and in that process I was like dude people need to know about this yeah like I've just had such an impact like how mindset training how I had a coach or at least a, dir- a direction and um I started blogging about what I was learning so old school blog spot, I created a blog called Project <laughs> called uh, Project Rise. This was February of tw- uh, 2016. And I would write like two blog posts a week and just like practicing getting, getting vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Practice telling a story, practice breaking down these concepts of like goal setting and habits and self-talk and mindfulness and all these things, power of service, power of gratitude. Um, and you and were just, your own little guinea pig, I imagine, with all this, right? Yeah, and, and I was like practicing everything. I was like, okay, so I had like two years of like learning. That was 14 to 15. I spent like two years. That's like, I got my like other master's degree in a curriculum that was like self taught, you know, 
right. from the books, from the mentors, like Googling people like you, yeah. you know, and, and, and watching, okay, who's in the field doing this? Like, what does that look like? What are they yeah. saying we talked about? And then I think what's fun in this industry is uh, we're all saying, teaching similar things. Like there's right. just basic concepts in the field, but like how you personalize it, how you add to it, how you be a DJ remix, ever, ever. <laughs> you, just, you, you kind of flip it to make your own or fill in the gaps to make your own models sure. and your, your, your own systems. And then, so I started teaching it. I started meeting kids at Starbucks in high school, like all the, the, the local athletes, I would I'd meet them at 6.30, we have Starbucks, we'd have like a handout, I'd teach them a mindset lesson, we do this every week for like a year. Um, another, um, one of my college friends in baseball had his own business where there was different places where they're learning how to, you know, baseball and basketball and football. Like I was like, you have like a, a mindset program here? He's like, no, so we got that going. So every Monday I would coach yep. like a session for athletes there. And it's just, I started writing books about it. I was still working. I still had worked at my, my, my corporate job, but it was like the side hustle. Mm-hmm. And it, it took me 16, 18, sorry, let's skip to here, 16, 17, 18. And I'll never forget, it was July of 2019. We were at Burgermaster with my, my wife and our, our five kids. And I was just thinking about, you know, I told myself when I get three year, three months in a row, more income, doing my mindset, speaking work or, you know, books and all that stuff. Once I had three months and I was like, I'm, I'm going to leave. And I was kind of getting towards that point. And I, for some reason I had to stop. I was throwing away all our garbage. And I, I was like, do you think Tony Robbins will be selling catheters and doing this work? Right. Like, no, no one's going to take you serious unless if you're like one of the best, if you can charge what you want to charge, you can't have this other corporate job. And like, this is your side hustle. This has to be the main hustle. Mm-hmm. So in, September of 19, I, I, I let my company know, like, I'm, I'm going all in. And they're like, dude, it's amazing. So it's been, uh, this fall will be three years. So um, it's been great. That was a long answer. Was that too long? No, because I think, well, a couple things stuck out for me. One is, you know, so much of what we teach and you teach is like practicing what you preach, right? Like, we don't just take a course or learn about mindset coaching for, our, our athletes or for the people we lead or like we have to practice it otherwise one we don't really know what works and what doesn't and two I think there's such an authenticity piece of that um but I also love you know the idea one you you have built your business to the point that it is being very successful really fast but you did it in a smart way which is the, the way that we teach how to do it too which is like just start Start meeting somebody at Starbucks and or Zoom. even now it's easier. You do it over Zoom and start getting those those reps and that practice. And before you like think you have to like throw away your day job, like just build it up. But then at some point, if you want to do it and take yourself seriously, there is that point. It's just probably not right in the beginning. I think a lot of people think, well, I have to quit my job and go back to get my sports psychology degree. And then I'll have this business and it, that'll be great. And it's like, you could start tomorrow just helping somebody and, and actually I have a, well i have a model that i teach if you are starting to come to your business or you want to start something new let's let's have a gps a roadmap mm-hmm. the, the g is like what's your goal so how much income do you need to make yeah or what's your goal with your time like what's what's the vision that you're trying to achieve and the other part of the g is what are your guiding principles let's get clear on like what's the impact you want to make and then the the the, the p is what's the main problem you're going to solve like being able to clearly share like, hey, this is the problem I'm addressing. Um, and then the, the, the thing, this P where most coaches don't know, I think you teach them, you give them tools, is what, what products are you gonna offer? What products mm-hmm. are you gonna sell? Are you doing courses? Are you doing 
live events? Are you doing mastermind? Are you doing Zoom training? Do you have a six week course live? Do you have a monthly program? Like what, what do you partner with other, uh, um, you know what model no one's using is there are so many club teams out there. <laughs> and there, a lot of our coaches were go work with club teams. Well, like, but you, so I, I've sold my, my work to like the whole organization. Like, you know, we do right. on my course. I mean, so there's a, who's, who's the, who are the people you're talking to, but what's the, where are the products? Like, can you mm -hmm. clearly define what products you're selling? And I think that the last, you know, layer are, is the P is I give a process, like what's your daily system, sorry, the S is systems. So GPS, goals, guiding principles, problem, products. S is system. So what, what's your daily process? So are you an outbound? Are you getting, how are you getting leads? Is it like warm transfers from friends? Uh, is it email campaigns? Is it online, like on Instagram, Facebook? Like, like what's your process to build connections? Are you doing X amount of free things a month? Like how are you building your business? Mm -hmm. And then the other part of S, which is most important is, is service. Like what do you, what do you give me away? Right. Just give your best stuff away. So think about as part of your content creation is like free content on, and you have, you do a great job on your website. Like here's confidence training and here's like all this stuff to get them, get them in. But like, that's a model that if you're trying to build something, you could I like you that. use that. Yeah. Do you have that anywhere on your blog? No, I have it on a, a, a podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. What, what but, is your but, podcast? But, but it's called, it's called Master Mindset. So just like you, Lindsay, like how many times a week or a month do people hit to be like, Lindsay, how, how, can we meet for coffee or how'd you get started? How'd you do it? Yeah. So I just, I just had these conversations all the time. And I remember what it was like starting out. I was like, well, let's just use the system. This is James Clear. We don't rise to our goals. We follow our system. So yeah. if you can backward design, like, okay, honestly, ask yourself, how much money do you need to make a month? Mm -hmm. It's really, it's really that simple. Like how right. much, what's your mortgage or rent or what's your bills? So your current job you have now, just get a number and maybe over like two or three years, like build it up, but backward design that thing. Well, I mean, I think also too, it, it seems like a lot of people have these, you know, ideas of what they want, but like that, that ability to just start somewhere and really mm -hmm. just hustle in the beginning, you know, like you're not going to go from zero to 10k a month without getting from zero to 1k a month or 2k a month and probably doing a lot for free in the beginning and yeah. saying yes to everything yeah, and 100%. getting that practice and get your confidence up so tell me about that process mm -hmm. for you yeah i was a really nervous speaker mm -hmm. remember I, I used to stutter i did uh i did speech therapy when i was 27 wow 26 27 like because i my first session i had me read the newspaper i could hardly do it wow just because like anxiety, like had, I would have like panic attacks when I had to like, so if I can do this stuff, team, you can do it. Yeah. And, and then I did Toastmasters for like three years where you oh, nice. giving speeches. Yeah. But when I started blogging, I knew that this was like a route. Like I wanted people to hear the good news. Like I'm just, I'm not yeah. sharing the good news. There's another way to live, another way to think. Like yeah. there's ways like just, um, you know, my, my, my old thing I would do is just watch Netflix and sports and go to movies. Like I didn't train myself on, so right now, there's so many tools to learn this stuff. But once I started doing it, I was like, okay, people need to hear this. So I started calling some of my friends who, mm. like in schools or at a church or coaches. And I was like, you know, I have a message. And I would love to just serve you. I didn't get paid any money probably the first year, maybe or six months or something. Like I just was so on fire building this brand, building this like movement of like your project rise project. It's like, 
you're building something, you're creating rise from a lower to a higher position, like get up from brokenness or, or pain. Like you can rise, a project rise, let's go to work. It's all about mindset. Um, and so that's what it was. And, and, uh, and when, when, when you start posting content, like consistently, and like, and people know that you have a brand, you have a message that, that, oh, this is interesting. This is sticky. This is good. People in your, in your network, if you're bringing value, they, they will ask, Hey, we're looking for a speaker. Can you come? So it's a combination of go out there, get the reps in, do, do the work. Um, you can't be afraid to reach out to people and just say, I'm so pumped about this. Like I, you tell your story. I've struggled with this and this, and I started learning this, and this is the problem. This is the issue. This is what we're going to bring. And how, how are, how is your team doing? Where are you, where are they struggling with? I can actually give you a template how I actually sell if you want me to, but, um, I want to, but I also want to say one yeah. thing that I see a lot, and I don't know if you see this with your clients or people you talk to, and that is fish in the pond you're in. If you're starting your business. A lot of people avoid actually talking to the people that are going to say yes because there are also some people that are going to say no, because they know them and they have a personal relationship. And mm -hmm. those no's are so hard to hear. Like I remember calling up my college coach when I first started and mm -hmm. he said, no, but I talked to all my other coaches that I knew that I played against and uh, that had recruited me. And so many of them said yes, but those were scary conversations to have. Yeah. Because when someone knows you and rejects you, mm -hmm. that's way harder. I, I know, but but if, if you are if you are mission driven, the no's aren't going to matter. If if you don't make it about yourself, make it about I'm trying to help people. There's a problem. Um, but I think the challenge with like when you go to grad school, no one teaches you how to sell. Mm -hmm. So I, I have a sales background. So, so my job. For, tell me your sales process. My my, my my job eleven years was in outside sales. Um, so there's kind of like a, kind of like a science to it, but again, sales psychology mm. beats sales strategy. Yes. Amen. So the number one thing you can do is like find someone that you have a connection with somehow, somewhere. It's so hard to cold call, very hard. You can try, but if you can get what I call a warm lead, an introduction from someone that knows a person knows you, Yes. that's going to help that initial call so much better. And I would say that 80% 80, 80 of like closed deals is just get the meeting. A lot of people oversell to get the meeting. Just get the meeting. Mm -hmm. Then you can sell in the meeting. Don't oversell in that initial just trying to get the meeting. So that's what, so the first thing is just who do you know? And a question you can, even if you don't know people, go on LinkedIn or go on Facebook or go on and Ask, them, ask a question or, and say, if you're not interested in this, then do you have two people that you can send it to or if you're interested? Just, you need like a warm transfer or your friends. If you're not into this, can you connect me? I'm trying to, this is the movement we're trying to do. So when you get that first meeting, just, just be a human being. Don't sell anything. Get to know the person. It's so basic, but so many people like freak out. Okay, we got this product and this is like, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You, I don't even know you. You don't know what, what the problem is. No, but but just but not even the problem. Get to know who you're talking to. Where, where are you from? Um, I'd love to hear how you got into this role. It's pretty cool. You know, just like get to know them. So the first thing is try to get a warm transfer. Try to get a, a lead that is not cold. I'm just that's going to be the best way to to get more more sales. And then when you're in in the, in there, get to know the person like. Be a human. And then this is the, the, the series of questions I usually ask. 
so it's good to, you know, great to hear your story. And um, then I kind of tell my story. I think, well, the reason why I'm in this position is kind of like you. And I ask them, why, why do you do this? Like, you're a leader in this organization. I'd love to know, like, what, what's your driver? What, what motivates you to get to this position? It's pretty cool. You're, you're impacting a lot of people. Just, just curiosity. Like I'm trying to get to know you. That's amazing. Okay. Well, what, what type of challenges are you guys facing right now? What, what issues or what, like, what are you seeing that's been kind of hard or, or difficult? Or like, man, I'd love to address that and just start talking about. Um, and then here's the money question. So you got to know why they're in their role. You got them to, hey, let's just talk about what some issues you guys are facing. The money question is number three. What are you doing to solve that? Mm. Because there's going to be a problem. And it's not talent. It's not talent. Mm -hmm. It's not a lack of widgets and sales. This, this applies to sales too. This applies to business companies. This mm -hmm. applies to churches, applies to schools. Get to know the person. Get to know their story. Why? Well, well it sounds like, man, you, you're, you're wise because you want to impact people right? Like you mm -hmm. want to change lives. Well, how many skills coaches are, are doing that? Right. Or how many sales trainers are doing that? Well, if you want a real transformation, if you want your the parents to stop being assholes, if you want the, the coaches to have some tools to pour in beyond just, just skills and, and craft work and body work, you got to need some mindset stuff. This is going to last them a, a lifetime. So what are you guys doing for that? Wouldn't it be nice to fill in the blank? It would be nice. I mean, that's, so it's kind of uh, blending your purpose and the challenges and like, we're going to take this off your plate. So getting and, and to then, know them. And, and, and then the last part yeah, is, is make the next step easy. Like, so yeah, a, yeah. A, a, a confused buyer doesn't buy. Yeah. So give then here is a clear breakdown of what the options are and, and how much. But you know what? What if we just did like a free workshop? Like just mm -hmm. let's get the word out. Let's do a free parent workshop or a free thing on resilience or, you know, mindfulness, or whatever. Let's, let's just give them a sampler. Yeah. I think and that's then, a then, really good point. Yeah. The, 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 let me just get in. Okay. Yeah. So you, you get to know them and their why what's not working, what the problem is. And then the money question, which is what are you doing to solve this followed by a really easy call to action for them. Yes. I really like that because I feel like, you know, a lot of our coaches go in and they're going to work with the club or they're going to work with an athletic department and, you know, they want the whale, right? They want to, they want to get the whale. And it's like, there's so many decision makers when you're talking about big prices, there's so many people that have to approve it and you don't know what their objections are. And it just gets, it can be like months. And I love that when people are interested, get them to bite on something, even if it's free. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, just get, get, get him in the door. Get him to sample product. I mean, if you're going to buy a car, you probably want to test drive. But also, you want to see, is this leader or someone I want to work with? Mm. Is this organization, there's going to be a bunch of craziness that I didn't want to deal with. But um, have a few a few offerings. Um, but just make it easy for them. Make it easy, like, oh, hey, what are you offering? What are you selling? Well, let's do a, a, a six-week course or have an online course or let's do a few live events or whatever it is. Yeah. I think that's really key though. Cause it, it, I noticed with some of our coaches too, it's like, um, because they want the big thing and because it's, you know, when it comes to that end part where it is kind of scary to sell, 
it's easy to self-sabotage and just say, okay, let's keep talking about it instead of like, well, what's your team doing three Saturdays from now? And can I book you, you know, with a morning workshop for your swim team yeah, after that. practice, like just yeah, get it on the calendar. You don't get, you don't get what you don't ask for. Yeah. Asking is to me. And then the like sales cycle sales process, asking is the easiest step because if you've earned the right to ask, you've done all the steps. Hey, what, what a day do you want to get started? Or who's the next meeting? Or what do you need from me to make this happen? Or what's the, you know, you just, let, let's, let's do this. And kind of tell them what to do. I mean, they don't know. Like, you're the leader. Like, just, because people don't want to think. If you can make a decision for them, make it easy on how to, how to execute it, that, that is huge. I, um, I think your ability, I mean, as you said, this, the strategy and the mindset piece of selling, but it's obvious that you've had, such a great foundational experience selling something totally unrelated, but just the process mm -hmm. of selling. And so many people probably listening are totally intimidated by sales and totally scared of, of selling. And so I don't know if you had those fears when you first started. Um, yeah, it's weird. You, and, and also you're getting vulnerable too. Yeah. Like, well, it's different so selling yourself, right? Than selling well, a capital. Well, well I, I, I think if you're mission driven, like I'm on a mission. So mm -hmm. my, my mission for the company I founded, uh, it's called Master Mindset, is to transform lives and normalize mindset training. Mm -hmm. So it's really not about this transaction. It's about, right. I want to I impact people. So let's do it together. That's what, so this is what I also left on doing sales coaching. I call this self-image theory. So the self-image theory is people usually tend to behave and act on how they uh, see themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you paint the picture, well, do you, do you love people? Yeah. Are you like forward thinking? Yeah. Do you want to innovate? Yeah. Do you want to find an edge? Yeah. Well, guess what? Guess what checks all those boxes? Training your team's mind. Mm -hmm. Oh, so what are you doing for that? Nothing. Huh. And then the other thing that helps in sales is called social proof. Oh yeah, big time. So here's what other organizations like you are doing. And here's what the top companies or the top, you know, if you're college or pro, this is who they use. Like, don't you think it'd be cool if your team had access to that content? Cool. You know what, another thing that I want to bring attention to, because I think it, it's easy to gloss over, um, is finding the right clients. You know, you're basically saying like, is this also, you know, you're the one in the sales chair, but you're also thinking, is this the kind of organization or leader that I want to work with? Yeah, and yeah. I think without saying it, that energetic shift is really attractive to the right people. So tell me a little bit more mm -hmm. about that. Uh, I, I know this to be true in influence. Mm -hmm. The person with nothing to prove is the most dangerous person in that room. Mm. I was like, I don't really need you. I'm doing it because I want to serve you. I don't, I don't need, so you're not pushy. You're not aggressive. You're really listening. You have empathy. You're trying to find, is this the right fit? If it's not the right fit. No problem. Do you have any friends who are coaches or have other, other like, let's, right. let's, let's try to get out. So it's not trying to, but um, uh, it's this phrasing. It's not fundraising, it's friend raising. So just, you're trying to get people that like, these, these like, great connections. Like I'm just trying to build a great connection and like get curious and have a good conversation and see where the challenges are and see just right fit. You don't have to sell anything. Just don't think about sales. Think about I'm, I'm connecting, I'm learning, I'm trying to uncover some problems. I have empathy. Like kids are struggling right now. 
And and if you have like, I would I would encourage you. Do you guys teach your coaches how to how, like a like a, a deck that you would like sell off of? Not really. More, okay, so, more on converse because they're selling individuals, so they're on the phone usually with you know we have a well, script I, with objections and stuff. Well, I, when you're selling like a an, an entire school district, which I've done, if you're right. selling an entire youth program or enti- entire club team, there's going to be people that have the power to make the decision. It's nice to tell a story with visuals. Mm. So early on in the process of your story of what you're talking about is is just this is like when you tell a story there's always um there's a setting there's a character but there's always like a challenge or a problem the hero's like the first, journey kind of thing yeah the hero's journey, hero's journey yeah so yeah. you have to start with your your pitch or your conversation there has to be some type of a challenge and i always just throw out stats are you aware that seven out of ten youth athletes quit sports by the age of 13. Mm. Um, I nine sports showed that 31% of youth athletes wish their parents were not at their games. Are you aware that one out of three teens has anxiety? You know, so just like, what, what are you, what are you doing for that? Yeah. And then you, you, you just kind of talk about your struggles or like what struggles do you face? A great question to ask coaches is, man, knowing what you know now, like what, what would you teach yourself? Yeah. It's not skills. It would be nice to have some of that training for your guys' team. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of our coaches are talking to parents, so it's the same thing. And it's it's so much of that, um, the emotional connection. And I will say, like, if you're going to get on the phone with a, a parent or an athlete or whatever, like, at the very least, you want them to understand that mental training works and that there's hope for whatever problem. They're not alone, right? Like, I want them to get off the phone feeling like their problem is totally solvable, even if it's not with me. Right. I think from a, and I think when you, that's like part of our bigger mission, right. Is like athletes need this. Everybody needs it, but let's talk about athletes. Athletes need this. And if you're going to be interacting with anybody having to do with athletics or anybody that's a potential client at the very least, we want them to, even if you just planted a seed that helps them realize that this isn't weird they're not the only ones to struggle with pre-competition nerves or confidence and that there are options out there to help. Yeah. I was going to, yeah, it's the, the analogy I'll give sometimes is it's like, if you're a person of faith, let's say you're a Christian and, and you, you love Jesus. I don't care what church you go to. Yeah. Just have a faith about you. Like, I don't care what program or what coach or speaker you use. Like just have some type of a mindset program. And what you guys are doing now i think there's some coaches are a little better than others if there's some programs are better but like just get something in that we really believe yeah. in ours but get something in there if it's not me and right. you want maybe some other options maybe you want a female maybe you want a person of color i don't know let's just find the right fit for you yeah that's a great place to be coming from so i i speaking of questions what you know looking back on your business your mindset coaching business what would you have done differently? What, you, what do you wish that you had known earlier? What, do you, what would you have told yourself in 2016? Is there anything? Um, to start your email list. Mm. Because you don't control your followers on Instagram. You don't yeah. control your followers on Facebook. Like there's the algorithm. You, don't, you can't control that. But your, your, your email list, mm-hmm. you, have, you have control over. Yeah. And um, so that would be probably the first one. <laughs> I would say... Number two is to not take yourself so serious. 
like it's okay to it's okay to mess up it's okay to look kind of weird like your hair doesn't look good today that's fine i mean just show just show up yeah you know like it doesn't have to be perfect and another thing i learned this from um um gary v and a lot of people struggle with like content no it's it's documents don't create content. yeah just document what you are going through what you've learned what book you read what coaching you know module you're through and just hey i just had a great call with coach Lindsay. we were talking about you know power of breath do you know how to breathe properly you know I mean, just just right. document don't create content um see there's three is that enough that's fine or you could just dance on instagram oh, like oh actually i would and i'll say this so a, a, a lot of the stuff we're doing now is, is virtual yeah right live is virtual so I would practice in front of a camera or do a lot of reps with someone, get a coach or something. I think what the best people who impact, who can engage, they're, they're what I call authentic. They're authentic, but in like- <laughs> Over the screen? Yeah. It's different. So, yeah. I mean, do I seem like pretty natural? Like we're just hanging out right now. I and mean, that's yeah. why I want it to feel. So yeah. the, the, the learner feels very comfortable because the teacher is very comfortable. Yeah. And their authentic self is showing themselves. They're they're vulnerable. Like I, I beatbox in there. That's I'd like to beatbox. I'll start dancing if I need to. Um, but but bring all of your strengths to to the table. Bring all of your strengths to the table. Um, different is better than better. Being different and being yourself. If you're like everybody else, like wow, I'm not gonna buy from you because like boring, right? Boring, boring will put you out of business. <laughs> So, I will, so, I love the, um, have you heard the, do you follow like story brand and all that with the brand yes, script and stuff? Yes, and, yes. uh, there was this one podcast I listened to about marketing and you know, mm -hmm. I nerd out on that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, not because I was naturally drawn to sales and marketing, but because I had to learn it. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, this is all psychology stuff. This is actually fascinating. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, there was this podcast and he talked about, he had some analogy. I don't think it was him. I think it was that Rory guy. I can't remember his name. And he talked Rory about- Hayden. Yeah. And he's talked about if you're in a room, don't, and you're trying to get out, don't take your baseball bat to a hundred different places, just hit in one spot. And I thought that was like one of the best analogies of like, just, just be really yourself and talk mm -hmm. to people very specifically instead of just trying to. Well, I, and to I, I think some people don't even know who they are. So I would, let's ask them a few questions to help them figure out like what's, what's their thing. Um, I say scratch an itch, find a niche, you'll be rich, bitch. I'm sorry, that's what. <laughs> that's okay. So, so, so when you scratch an itch, it's like, man, what do I like? What, what, uh, what analogies that that I, that I can connect with? Metaphors, like what, uh, what makes me different? Like double down on that, because that that's gonna help you stand out. You know, um, yeah. Wh what, what makes you you? So, wh what do you think about? What do you research? Like maybe there's in this like course on mindset, like what, like three topics you're obsessed with, but like, what's one topic you're obsessed with? Like mm -hmm. master, be, be the leader in the industry in that one thing. So kind of find what you, and I also, you teach like a, a framework to, to go off of, to, let's teach this the model of eight, that just eight pillars or 10 pillars or yeah. six pillars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah ha having a system is, is really powerful. So I tell think, me about I, your... I, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, I think how can you sell a product if you don't have a system? So, uh, for the five skills you're going to teach or the 10 pillars or like whatever you like um, love, like just who says there's five, just pick your favorite. 
Right. Pick the ones that you know. Pick the ones you think people need. Well, they don't have to, like you said, they don't have to be original. <laughs> We're all teaching no. the same stuff. <laughs> so my my uh, my online course, there's five skills I teach: self awareness, self talk slash mindfulness, power of self image, then courage slash state management, mm-hmm. and then the fifth one is being process focused. I just like those five. That, that I I know those five, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna teach those five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell, so tell me now, um, you know, we always talk about like, when you talk about niche, niching down, starting that and then expanding, you've obviously expanded a lot. You're doing a lot of different things. Tell me about sort of the evolution of your business and where you're at now. Uh, you know, it is your full-time business. You got five kids, you got a whole lot of things going on. Tell me if you can, a little bit about the evolution of the business and really where you're at right now. Step one is who is going to let me talk to them? Mm-hmm. So I found I had a lot of teachers who were my friends. So, hey, um, got this message. Or my mom's a teacher. Hey, uh, we have this like conference every year. We need speakers. Like, just let reach out to people and know, like, hey, I have a message, and you're not going to get paid the first yeah six months. Maybe you will. Um, the other thing I remember, uh, my first assembly at a school. They're like, we're going to pay you five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm robbing someone. You're gonna pay me five hundred for one hour, or uh, you know, forty-five minutes. So when I, when I had that scheduled, I called three of my friends who were teachers, and I was like, "Can I come do a f- free class training on X Y Z? Because I want to practice, you know, what I was gonna talk on that that assembly." Yeah. So so get like one or two keynotes dialed in, mm. just to get your reps. Yeah. To get out there, get maybe three. I don't know, and then reach out to your, your, your friends that, you know, that, that have, you know, maybe it's a church, maybe it's a corporation, maybe it's a business that, you know, maybe it's a, you know, a mastermind, or maybe it's a, a local, whatever it is, just get, maybe they know, you guys know what, even know what a, what a keynote I'm asking listeners, you can't talk back to me. So a, <laughs> a, a, a keynote is like a 45 minute to an hour, maybe half hour talk that you would like, okay, what's the big idea? Like, what's the yeah. big idea? What's the big like framework? Is it, resilience is it confidence mm-hmm. is it grit is it present on the focus i don't know like just yeah. what are you gonna talk about and then yeah. and then what what's what's your like three areas of the focus to to teach that and then what are some activities you can do to bring that talk to life like build out a keynote mm-hmm. that would be probably step one yeah and then step two would be do you have a program like a six-week program or an eight-week program or a that's what I did. I, those are the two things I did to get started is what's a keynote and then get like a eight to, to 12 week program. You can coach people one-on-one. You can coach dude. small group coaching right now. Virtually is a fast way to make money and to, and to reach more people. I was meeting people at Starbucks. I was working with these local uh, sports uh, places where they would like train. Like, so I had to go physically. Now we have people, Zoom is so normal. So charge, if you're just getting started, charge, 50 bucks per kid for a three-week program i don't know just yeah if you can get if you can get uh what 10 kids that's 500 bucks you know i mean that's not bad if you're just getting started Mm -hmm. so did i answer your question yeah no i i think that's i like the you know the um what to do sort of in the beginning because a lot of people get really stuck on that but tell me what your business is doing now 
So it's taken since let's see, 2016, I started blogging. My first book was in 2017. My book number seven is called, <laughs> it's called Quiet Mind. I've written a lot of books over the years. Um, where I'm now, man, is like, I kind of ask myself, what audience do, does, does my skills like reach the best? And what audience do I like to, to coach the best? And I've done college teams, pro teams. I've done school districts. I've done schools. I've, but I found that like businesses and like sales organizations are my favorite because yeah. I'm mixing, like I have a sports background, but I have a sales background and they're very similar. And I think a lot of salespeople, like they were former athletes. Yeah, totally. So it, like these analogies and the stories, like they're, they play perfect they're and they yeah. have never been exposed to this shit before and they eat it up. And they have direct so, results from it too, which is and, fun. And say, is this going to help me make money? I want it. Yep. In, in, in mindset coaching, I think, Lindsay, this is a huge audience that we're not, we're not, we're not thinking about. Yeah. So don't just think about athletes. Like everyone needs this stuff. Mm -hmm. But if, but if your if your audience is, is too, you have like 10, you need to, what, what's, what's a lane that you want to dominate? Like just mm -hmm. double down on that. Is it, is it girls? Is it women? Is it, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, whatever you're into, whatever you're back, like use your skills. Like what's yeah. your, what's your background? Like use that. So, and I will say what's nice about being in the business sector is they pay more. Mm -hmm. That's just the truth. Yeah. And then we, and then we didn't talk about uh, your self image comfort zone on how much you charge. Yeah. Which that's a whole nother, it's taken me three or four years to like really ask for what I think I'm worth. I'm still under, underpaid, but, but that, that, that's a process. Yeah, it is. You have to that's know your value. Yeah. You know your value and you have to be confident. And you got to bring how it. Much, how much this is what yeah. it is, but this is, but this is why. Yeah. And so I, I, I charge what I charge, but I, I do it differently. A lot of speakers or coaches will just do their like half day seminar or two hour workshop or, or, or keynote and then they're done. Well, I say, well, your, your team needs a mental warm up. Listen to these three podcasts and come to the, the session ready to, to answer these, these two questions. So there's a little pre-work. Okay, live events. We got handouts. We got engaging activities. We got applications. We got it's great. Oh, what do most speakers do? Um, you know, buyer, uh, uh, sales VP, or head of HR. Like, what do most speakers do after? Like, what do they do pre and post? They don't do anything. Yeah. They don't. Like, what? What a waste of money. Mm -hmm. So I, I send an, a, a, an e a follow up via email, up to three email follow up, video, a summary, calls to action that they all can do as a mm -hmm. as a sales organization. And wouldn't it be nice if everybody had a, had a book, you know, that they can tan tangibly go back to the content, highlight their, their favorite sections. Maybe you can do like a book club and to really, to make this content ring true beyond just this hour. Another way I sell too is like, why would you just bring in a motivational speaker for one hour and there's no follow-up? Like, would you just, just hire a band to get excited, to get excited? <laughs> it's like, so then the, then the question is, is, well, what are you doing for like follow-up? Were you gonna go to the gym and do squats once? Oh, I'm done. Did my squats for the year. No yeah. more lifting squats. Learned, learn. I learned about how to squat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so what if, what if? Let's just do this. If it goes well, you got great feedback. What if I did one every month virtually? Or what if I come back every quarter? So I think I've had success, and it's not it's not one and done. And then you ask them, what are your problems? Well, I have this menu of, of talks I can do. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. That's really helpful. It's really fun to see how you're doing it in the corporate world. Okay, I got five questions for you. Wow. Uh, 
I guess they're kind of rapid fire, but not really. And I've, I've, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I know you do as well. And I started realizing that when I'm listening, um, I really do want to know what the person, I want to like get a book from them, or I want to hear what they're even listening to or what they're doing. So I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions and you can just tell me what comes, and this is for work or life, your answers. Okay. So what are you consuming right now? I'm reading the, the Bible a lot more. Nice. And what are you creating? I'm creating curriculum for an organization that treats really at-risk youth. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. What's one thing daily that you do from a, a mindset or self-care perspective? Mm, I think the number one thing I think I do that I want to tell other people to do is sweat before screen. So try to exercise uh, physically, also mentally. So. I guess I kind of lie. I read my, my Bible on my, on my phone and then I do a little journal, but then a little mindfulness, a little gratitude, some affirmations, then spend time to, uh, to do mindfulness, to, to visualize it. You do that in the morning. That's kind of your little morning routine. Awesome. Mm -hmm. What's your next big leap in your life or in your business? It's, it's to scale more, is to uh, duplicate. You know, I have a lot of contents and I have a few people that help me out, but it's really just me. Mm -hmm. so how can I scale better yeah I got some thoughts we can talk about <laughs> um what's bringing you joy or wonder um I've been really trying to be more present at, at home mm. and you know I think early in my career I'm like learning all this stuff and in sales so I'm like driven to make money and to like be on number one on stage and starting my like company and like I really feel like not that I regret, but like, was I really present at home? Was I really like playing with my kids on my knees, like in their world? Mm -hmm. And we have five kids. So we got nine, eight, six, four, and two. And I look at my two-year-old and our, our, our four-year-old. I was like, dude, I'm not going to get these years back. I'm not going to get, you know, six, eight, nine back. So yeah. if I'm home, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be home. I'm going to be playing with them, yeah. cooking, having them do things with me that, that we do, you know, as a family, you know, walks, like activities, like get into their interests and their needs. Um, because what does all this mean anyway? Like mm -hmm. this, this, this we're talking about, right? Like it's important to like you love it, you're obsessed with it. We'll go do it, but like, what is all that if you're not locked and loaded with with your family? You mm -hmm. Yeah, it's something I think we can all work on. Um, and then, how can people find you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Colin Henderson. Colin two L's. Uh, my website is thecolinhenderson.com. T-H-E, and then Colin has two L's in my, my last name. You can search Colin Henderson on Amazon. Got all your books. Two journals and seven books. How's your book action? Well, I was talking about yesterday with uh, um, someone, and it went like the initial writing of like 60,000 words like poured out of me because I followed a process, like a little, like a book writing challenge. And the editing piece has been more difficult and it's solely because I don't have as much of a system. And it just reminds me that I, you know, that I didn't really plan for the editing. I'm doing it, but it's just a lot slower. Um, and of course I get, get into that perfectionist. Like, I feel like I want to have the book perfect before it's seen the light of day or that it's going to be a different book, you know, that I started writing before, or it's going to be a different book in six months. So maybe I should just wait. So I'm kind of going through all that with that. Um, but it's going well. I like what's in the book. So I'm excited. I just want to 
I just got to get all the pieces with everything. And you know how it is with business. There's like 1 million tasks I want to yeah. finish. And that's one of and, them. And, and, and maybe the last thing, uh, the last comment I'll give on this whole topic of like mindset coaching and, and having a business is the power of story. Mm. So I'd be curious, like how you lay out your chapters. I usually lay out all my chapters. Like what's the core story from beginning, middle to end, or it, it carries throughout the entire book. Yeah. So coaches listen to this. No matter if you're coaching mindset, if you're teaching anything, the brain learns a story. The brain learns in, um, you know, you don't understand something. Well, what is a metaphor that I get so I can connect this idea? Mm -hmm. So I would just challenge anybody listening to this. If you're teaching coaching, if you have a concept of like self-talk, well, tell me a story Mm -hmm. about how self-talk either hurt somebody or help somebody or an example that I can visualize I can experience like like mentally so well, I would just parents right yeah I would just challenge everyone man any any of the my five pillars or any any topic within those five pillars usually four within every five you know, there's four concepts within mm-hmm. each one there's a story per per like per per concept mm-hmm. and if you're giving if you're giving a keynote what are like four yep stories you can tell that you can tell them really well yep Absolutely. Yeah. We've been working on that. Um, I've been working on that a lot. Um, you know, that's part of my, my writing practice in general, but it, and I was just talking about with, um, another podcast guest, actually the importance of being able to practice getting our stories out. You yeah. know, so if you, if, so, so, so here's your model for you, for your keynote. Have an, have an, have an opening story, mm-hmm. like open with like a powerful, like engaging, unique story that addresses, then there's a problem. Yep. So you have an opening story. It could be your story. It could be anybody's story. And then identify a problem. Mm-hmm. And then here are three ways you're going to solve that problem. Story. Here's like a concept. Here's a, you know, um, call to action. Yeah. That's a good, and then, a good and then, and then you would transition between every three with some type of activity. Yeah. I like that. That's a great, that's a great framework. Easy. Yeah simple and rinse and repeat, right? <laughs> awesome. Well, um, t- and then tell me, so you, you said you have seven books. I know you just came out with Quiet Mind. Tell me about just one of the books that people might be interested in. What's what's your favorite I, I one? What's one? If, I, I, adults should, should get that book. If you get, if you get Quiet Mind, you're going to get like what I call it, 10 plays to turn down the noise and turn up confidence in, in, in your life. Um, so, and then for, for kids, we have a book, same, same title and, uh, we teach the best method. You teach the braver for the, for the little ones. We teach the best method. So B is breathe, mm-hmm. teach them how to breathe properly. E is to envision, mm-hmm. you know, fear is usually correlated to like looking, thinking about outcomes that you don't want. You know? yeah. So visualize what you want. S is for um, the power of self-talk, like how we speak to ourselves and T is to be thankful. Nice. So, yeah. Simple, simple, simple wins. Call to it be as your usual. best, to be your best, practice the best method. There you go. I like, I love acronyms. No, you do too. Well, thank you as always for taking the time. I so appreciate your ability to synthesize all this. And it's really fascinating. I learned a lot, took some notes on the sales process. I love how you combine sales with uh, mindset and entrepreneurship and everything. And it's also inspiring. What, to talk what, to you, so. what was it? What was the biggest, biggest learning for you? Um, I really like those three questions. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about those. Um, because I think, you know, 
taking that time to get to know their why, what is not working and what are you doing to solve this? But then those three questions and then transitioning really quickly into something that's really simple for them to say yes to, because as you said, the confused mind um, can't make a decision. And, well, and I think I'll add to that. I'll add to that. Yeah. Um, this is from Mary Kay. Nice. And she, she said, <laughs> Oh my God. And an empire. How many of you are yeah. driving a, a pink Cadillac? Pink Cadillac. Yeah. Uh, people support what they help build. Yeah. Like so when you, when, when you do your offering, let them get skin in the game and help make them think that they are crafting it based off their needs, but it's, it's mm-hmm. your stuff. But, okay. How do, how do you want, how should we execute this? Like get them engaged in the execution. Then they have, you know, more drivers to get it and, 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 and get, get one or two champions to get one or two champions that really buy it. Yeah. And if you can get them to really promote it, that is huge. There's so many little things like that that make a huge, huge difference. So as always, thank you for sharing your knowledge, yeah. Colin. And uh, everybody needs to go check you out, especially your dancing on Instagram. There's a lot of things that you share that are great, but the dancing is definitely high on my list. So I appreciate your time as always. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. All right. Have a great day. Me too. Bye. All right, guys. So wasn't that such a treat? I just love talking about mindset and in particular, the mindset of being an entrepreneur and the mindset of sales and marketing. To be honest, I didn't always like this topic, but as I grew my business, I realized that so much of sales was understanding people and understanding where they were coming from. And Colin has such a great background in that and he combines that with his with his mindset training and it's so fascinating. One of the biggest takeaways that I took and we talked about a little bit at the end was really those three questions when you're sitting down and trying to sell somebody um, and and sort of stepping back and, and not trying so hard, but really stepping into, is this a right fit? Am I leaving this person with with hope? Am I mission driven? And I think the way that he does that um, with those three questions and also the mindset of making sure that it is a good fit for you also, that they are somebody that you want to work with can be a really powerful mindset for all of us going into any kind of sales situation. So that's one big thing that I took away, but I I just loved all the things that he um, really talked about when it comes to you know, just working on yourself and little things that how he built his business from scratch and working with people for free in the beginning and then raising his prices and just that whole journey, I think was really fascinating for me. So I hope it was helpful for you. Go check out Colin. He does some great stuff on Instagram and he's got a bunch of books that you can check out. So that's all I got. And I hope you liked it. If you did, please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.